Coast, and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dyes, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of EloquentOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? What if your brand had all these different software programs and different systems that people were using trying to articulate the value of your brand, but you spent more time trying to figure out that software than actually trying to compel the loyalty of your members, customers, and clients? Well, you might need Human Driven Digital. That's the name of the episode today. And it's also the name of a new podcast. And we're going to visit with the gentleman who's starting it, Matt Coleman. We're going to be going up to Grand Rapids, Michigan to do that here after the break. But before we get there, um, if you go down Interstate 35 just a bit from New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof, you will come right up against the sprawling campus, the corporate headquarters of Randolph Brooks Federal Credit Union, better known as RBF. CU. Um, they're celebrating. Quick shout out to them. They're celebrating one million members, and that is amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. My first account, by the way, back in the day when I was cutting lawns, you know, you're too young to get a real job. I cut lawns, and I got a check from one of my customers for $40 because he was going to be out of town on TDU. I grew up in the shadow of Randolph Air Force Base. And so I get this check for $40 and no way to convert it into money that, you know, you can play video games with or buy a hot dog or whatever. And so uh, my dad took me right on down to the credit union and opened up my first account, 105574-4. Still remember it long time ago. That account number is no longer in use. But a million members, RBFCU, congratulations to the entire team. Folks, they were not always a gigantic banking brand. I have watched that brand grow exponentially, taking advantage of their locality and their history. And oh, by the way, if you ever want to do a case study and multi-generational brand loyalty, look no further than Randolph Brooks Federal Credit Union, RBF, CU. There are places down where I grew up in Converse, Universal City, in those areas, Live Oak, where all you have to say is the credit union, and everyone knows who you're talking about. So bravo on one million members. I bet they've got human-driven digital down at RBFCU. Well, if you don't, you're going to want to listen to a new podcast. We're going to talk to the person who created the person who's hosting it, and we're going to do it all right after this. Conference quality information without the TSA shakedown, the rubber chicken dinner, and without the expense report. This is the Power of Performance Podcast. All right, let's head up to Grand Rapids, Michigan. His name is Matt Coleman. Hey, Matt, welcome to the show. Good morning, Jason. Thanks so much for having me. Yay, it is so good to have you on. People, uh, people may be asking, Jason, why are you doing a podcast about somebody else's podcast? It's real simple. I love this communicative medium. Matt, tell us what folks can expect when they tune into your show. What's the name of the show, and what can they expect when they tune in? So the name of the show, which we just started, um, is the Human Driven Digital Podcast. Um, and 
Human-driven digital is, is really a concept we've just started working on. Um, the, effectively, we've seen in our work in the financial services software technology industry, um, we, we've seen financial institutions you know, struggle with you know, lots of different systems, you know, especially credit unions and community banks. You know, they, they end up with, with a lot of different systems um, software systems within their organization, oftentimes the software systems are not connected. And in recent years, there's been a number of movements of tooling around uh, automation uh, of software systems, data connections, and, and those kind of things. Um, and, and so we've seen that development, and we've seen our customers, the financial institutions, struggling with this dynamic of uh, lots of disparate software systems, and right. the, they end up with staff who spend an inordinate amount of time just feeding the beast, if you will, right? They, you have to <laughs> yes. retype you know, the same data here and same data there. It increases mm -hmm. the chances of things going off the rails because, you know, well, what if you mistype something or leave someone off, you know, when you're doing a loan or you're, you know, opening right. a new, you know, deposit account at the institution or, or what have you. Mm -hmm. And so, so we've seen this dynamic and we said, like, how can we help? There is, you know, a lot of technology out there and there's a lot of software systems and a lot of movement in those software systems. So this is a problem that will continue to be there. And it's also for financial institutions, especially the you know, medium to smaller sized financial institutions, they're not going to be able to compete with the technology angle alone. Because there's yeah. all of these fintech uh, organizations out I, I there. I gotta tell you, that's um, such a great point. I was, I was watching football, where we're recording this on, on Tuesday morning, the 30th, last day of November, and I saw more ads on Sunday for these fintech banks, men, and there was another one, I can't remember the name of it, than I saw for your just standard large banking brands, and I can't remember when that's ever been the case on a Sunday afternoon, which is really the only time I watch television. Yeah, and here's the thing, Jason, the, uh, the reality we're seeing is, you know, wait a second, the, the, this exists already. This is not a new right. dynamic. It may be, you know, accelerating um, in the industry, but it's not really a new dynamic. And yet financial institutions, you know, across the country continue to exist, continue to serve their customers or members, you know, effectively. And, and why do people stick with the, you know, the local credit union. Well, the reason is because there's that human connection. There's that connection. That uh, yeah. local, you know. I know if something yeah. goes wrong in this process, or I, I don't understand go to something. The exactly. I, and I don't think that. I can go to the or, way, or is, call yeah. someone or email or someone somebody. and say, "Hey, like, help me out." Like, it, the the building matters, but it's it's that that human connection, even if it's over digital communication. You know, that, that draws people, that's the competitive edge that these financial wow. institutions have today. The, so the words said, you have in your podcast is what got my attention, human. You know, I'm, I'm just, again, it's generational, Matt. You know, I'm a Gen Xer. I grew up in a world without Internet banking and Wi-Fi and computers and things like that and smartphones. And I, I continue to say locality 
and the people that represent your brand, the humans that represent your brand are far more important to you than how fast your core data processor system works. And so when I saw that human-driven digital, that's what really got my attention. It sounds like what you're saying is that that human element is never going to be taken out of banking, is it? It never is. I think even, you know, some of my kids don't believe that I existed before the Internet. And yet, when they grow up and are, you know, involved in, you know, banking transactions, they're going to want the same thing. They're going to want the technology because they're, they're used to it. They assume, like, I can talk to my phone or computer and it will, you know, tell me the answer. Like, they're going to want the technology, but they're also going to continue to want that, that human connection. That, and that's really kind of the philosophy behind the name human driven digital which yeah, I wanna, is we're starting I want, a podcast and it's also kind of an online network support community that we're starting um, for credit unions community banks to be involved with this ongoing conversation about how do we leverage technology not just for digital transformation for the sake of being digital but really the driving factor is how do we increase the the human angle you know and it's human engagement so sometimes that means just taking out you know if you've got staff that's spending half their time just feeding the software systems different data and retyping things your staff's not able to take the time to engage with your customers or your members mm -hmm. and and that's really what we think is the kind of competitive advantage of uh, a credit union community bank well, is that yeah. human connection. So let's use the technology to continue to drive more of that human connection. What is their existing competitive advantage? That, so that's how we see it, and we're trying to figure out how to help uh, these financial institutions to, to do just that. I think it's great. I, you know, you mentioned your, your uh, little tax deductions there. I've got a 21-year-old son, but even when he was a little younger, I would notice the first thing he would do when, whenever we asked him to sit down and watch a show with us or watch a video, the first thing he would do is see how long it is. He would check and see what kind of time frame are we talking about here. I used to do a 30-minute live show, and I scaled it back. In the uh, post that I saw on LinkedIn, you guys mentioned right up front, this is not going to be some hour-long Podcast. I think you said it was in that 15 to 18 minute time range. Tell us why you've gone with that that shorter time format. Because I agree with it, by the way. Yeah, I I think just from you know, my own you know personal engagement with this content, like there may be very good content, but if it's an hour long you know podcast <laughs> or <forget> other <laughs> format, it's hard to fit it into your schedule, right? And, and honestly, like to really you know engage with the various, you know, this technology stuff, like I can get into the details and go on and on, right? But that's not what most people need. They, they need just, you know, the awareness, the, you know, engagement with different ideas, and that doesn't have to be a real long. So, you know, that, yeah. that 10 to 15 minute, you know, range is what we're going to be shooting for. We started with our first episode. I, I think we went a little over the 15-minute mark, but uh, uh, it it's a great. It, <laughs> it, it does. It does. Very quickly. 
say it does. It does go by very fast, especially if you guess. I mean, you ask a couple of questions, and you're into the ninth or tenth minute. I've got to ask you next, speaking of time, I've hosted over 2,500 episodes for all my different podcast projects, but I don't listen to podcasts typically when I'm doing other things. What about you? Are there any podcasts that you enjoy listening to? Yeah, I I have similarly in the past, I, I didn't engage a lot with, you know, podcasts. Um, but more recently, you know, I've, I find that commuting time, you know, it's a, yep. it's a great time to load something up on the phone and, you know, uh, attach it to my vehicle. And as I'm driving along, you know, I can listen to something that's, you know, 20, 30 minutes long and, uh, and it's just a, a better way to spend the time than, you know, just flipping on sports radio or what, what have you. So <laughs> Matt told me that the more he listened to podcasts, the more he thought, hey, you know, I could start my own podcast and feature people that are doing interesting and creative things within the banking marketplace. And that's what they covered in their first episode. And there's lots of people doing lots of interesting things out there. The first episode is, is Ben Maxim from up here in Michigan. They're doing some really kind of a – Great approach to to innovation at uh, at their credit union, um, Michigan State University Federal Credit Union. So it's a it's a great episode. It's worth 15 minutes to listen to, and that's the kind of content that this uh, podcast is going to have. Matt told me that since he's only done one episode, he didn't really have a lot of advice for people that maybe wanted to start their own podcast. But he did say when he first considered doing it, it seemed a bit intimidating. But he figured out right away that it's not. It's it's not. It's really quite easy. The you know, podcasting technology that's out there is, you know, pretty well established. There's some op- options out there for, you know, hosting your content uh, that are, are user-friendly. I mean, podcasting is not new. You've been doing it a long time. And so it's, it's not hard. So if you're thinking about doing it or just experimenting in whatever uh, – of conversation you, you want to engage with, uh, I'd just say give it a try. Well, of course, the Power Performance Podcast is all about applying musical principles to your brand. Leave your audience wanting more. And I asked Matt about his musical background and found out something very interesting. Stuff I actually minored in music uh, in college. Oh, very good. So, so I, I enjoy music. Um, but, you know, I, I knew back then, you know, what they say about uh, – musicians, you know, the the difference between a pizza and a musician. Can you guess? I don't know. A pizza can feed a family of four. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, come on. So, where's the, where's so, the great show? So I was going to say, come on, drummer. The drummer's falling asleep over there. Come on. <laughs> Good grief. When you talked earlier about having different you know, software systems trying to project the brand of the community banking brand, that's what you and I would call in musical parlance being out of harmony. You've got some people playing in the, you know, the G uh, key signature and other people are playing in the A minor key signature and some people are playing at 60 beats per minute and other people are playing at 150 beats per minute. It's going to sound like garbage. And so what you're talking about, that's one of the reasons I was so interested in this because – Humans drive the digital world. And so if you want to find out more about it, you can listen to Matt's podcast, Humans Driven Digital. And, Matt, where's the easiest place to find it? Um, right now we're, we're posting things 
Um, on LinkedIn, which is where you saw it, mm-hmm. but if people go to humandrivendigital.com slash podcast, uh, all the episodes will be hosted there. Um, so if people are listening to this later on and they can catch up at that address. And, of course, you can find Matt Kalman with a K, K-A-L-L-M-A-N, out on LinkedIn, and you can find his podcast very easily that way as well. And we thanked him so much for taking some time out of his day to join us on the Power of Performance podcast. Thanks so much, Jason. Really appreciate it. Great job. Great job. I guess my only advice is if you're thinking about starting a podcast, whether it's in banking or something else, I always tell people do the podcast that nobody else is doing that you would like to listen to. And I think that's one of the biggest changes between the 20th and the 21st century. And the first question people always ask me, how many people listen to your podcast? Well, that's not such a big deal anymore. You know, I, I come from the 20th century where it was one thing for everybody. ABC, CBS, NBC, and PBS, and then we later got cable. In the 21st century, it's become anything for anybody. You want to listen to a podcast about fishing, you can do that. You want to listen to a podcast about painting or gardening or sports, whatever it may be, you can find it. You don't have to have the most popular podcast to have an interesting podcast. And we'll be keeping an ear on Matt's podcast and seeing how that goes. Maybe we'll check back with him later next year in 2022. Geez, we only have two episodes left here on the podcast as we wrap up the year. And of course, looking forward to a great year in 2022. My name is Jason Dice. Thank you so much for listening to the Power Performance Podcast, the show to ask the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? Until next we speak, we'll talk to you all next week. Take care. 